Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. We're going to talk a little bit about some college coaches and their buyouts. Some are perhaps potentially in trouble at the end of the year uh, and what their buyout situation is or maybe in trouble going forward or maybe just circumstances where they're not in trouble, but trying to figure out what the situation is in terms of if they want to move forward or there's a parting of the way. So uh, it's not too early to start thinking about that, taking a look at some of the buyouts. We just got a handful of guys. We've got a complete list. If you're a member of LandryFootball.com, you know what all the coaches make and you know what their buyout situations are because that's the type of information we provide for you that no one else can get for you. Inside information from uh, the college football and NFL scene from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. This is where you want to be. Um, you can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. Uh, or you can take advantage of the best offer that we have. That is the scouting season offer. Um, it'll take you through 12 months. The rest of this uh, off season, which is previewing the NFL season and giving you all the details and information uh, about the college game, the pro game, getting you ready for the season, take you all the way through the football season, all the way through next offseason, recruiting, transfer portal, free agents in the NFL, the draft, you name it, we got it. The scouting season offer at LandryFootball.com is where you want to go, where you want to be. Folks, it's less than $10 a month if you try it for a month. It's cheaper than that for six months, cheaper than that still for 12 months with the scouting season offer. Also, subscribe, like, and share for free the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple or Spotify. So college coaches want to take a look at a handful of them for different reasons. We're going to go through their situations. Neil Brown at West Virginia. I think it's a pivotal year for him. The buyout as of December 1st, 2022, 16.9 million. Given the struggles that he's had, the buyout was a hot topic um, through the season. And, you know, if they pull the plug, the, the, the buyout decreases with every passing day he's employed. So he signed through 2026. And they hope that there's some glimmer of hope that he can show progress so that they can continue with him. It's a bad deal. One West Virginia has got to navigate through because it looks like he's not going to be the answer there. And there's one point in the contract where the calendar would turn and West Virginia's obligation would be appreciably less than the day before. When the 2024 contract year expires and the 2025 contract year begins, West Virginia only owes Brown 85% of his remaining salary. So coming back for 24 is certainly something that West Virginia is angling to do if they're in any way can do it. His 25 and 26 salaries are 4-2 and 4-4 million on December 31st, 2024, West Virginia would owe him the final day of his 24 salary plus 8.6 million. So on January 1st, 2025, the next day, they would owe him 7.31 million. So you can see where I'm going with this. And this is why I brought it up. A coach that's in some difficulty, a coach that they don't want to fire, they really can't afford to fire at the end of this year, that they want to bring back for the 24 season. And then the buyout would be significantly less. So that's the situation there. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Kyle Winningham at Utah because he's certainly not going anywhere. 
Um, and prior to Lincoln Riley's record-setting deal at USC, Whittingham was the highest-paid coach at a non-private school in the Pac-12. With his extension um, signed ahead of the 22 season following Utah's conference championship. And fresh off his new deal, Whittingham and the Utahs won another one, getting back to the Rose Bowl for the second straight year after humbling Riley's Trojans in the conference title game. By 2027, Whittingham will be making about $8 million per year at Utah, unless terms are altered by then. Given what others are making around the Pac-12 and other Power 5 leagues with no conference championships of New Year's Six appearances their credit, this may be the best deal, and this is why I'm bringing him up. This may be the best value in terms of what a school is paying their coach for what the results are. Kyle Winningham is an absolute steal. They're not going to buy him out, but if they wanted to, they can walk away from him at $15.2 million in December. Uh, it's going to take him a while to get to the $8 million mark. Kyle is very loyal. He's a native of the state. Um, he probably doesn't want to leave. They probably know it. They're probably taking advantage of that. He's also got stability, control. So I bring him up because the contract is very, very favorable to the school here, as Utah has a great one in Kyle Winningham. Mel Tucker, what a bumble of a move it was when Michigan State jumped on getting him a deal. The buyout as of this past December, $86.8 million. This may be the ugliest contract, the worst contract, certainly in the Big Ten, and one of the worst in the country. The Spartans are on the hook for a boatload of cash. Oh, to a guy that's a very average coach at best. They signed him near the end of the 21 season with a $95 million enhancement to his deal. More money than most thought he was, was possible there. But Matt Ishiba and Steve San Andre, the two big boosters, got it done. And they raised, you know, um, the salary from 5'5 five five to 9'5. They owe Tucker's full salary if fired at any point without cost. Full salary. The whole thing. All because there was BS blowing around that he was a candidate for the LSU job, which he never was. It's the world they live in now where the schools get taken, Michigan State, their alumni got taken. It's the most lucrative extension in college football history after year one on the job. He won 11 games with a freshly signed deal in 22, went 5-7 and seven last year. And he's going to be closer to the 5-7 and seven coach year in and year out than the 11-win coach, I can tell you that. They jumped the gun on a guy. This is a bad job. Um, you know, they quickly moved from Colorado. They didn't do a bad job there. Look, they didn't need to make the move. Here's what you have to do, folks. Somebody wants to hire your coach after one year and pay him a ton, let them make that dumb mistake. You don't make that dumb mistake. It's an embarrassment. It's the worst contract, I think, in college football coaching. Mark Stooks at Kentucky. His buyout as of June 1st, of 2023, just a few days, is $78 million. They're all in on stoops. Um, now, there was some thought that 
some schools were going to potentially try to poach him. But credit Kentucky for sticking with them and sticking to their guns and committing to him and doing what they need to do. Now, this is a case of a guy that has been there a while, and he's proven consistent. Uh, Stoops makes more than Calipari. Thanks to his November uh, extension. He's under contract to June of 2031 with a salary of 8.6 per year, up from 6.35 million. His buyout is more than double. But given his track record of success at one of the non-powers in the SEC, it's likely as good as you're going to get if you're Kentucky. You're not going to get a better coach than Mark Stoops. This is an example of a good contract. Um, one that is a lot of money, but you make a lot of money. And with Mark Stoops, if you make this job really good and you've got a guy that seems to be willing to stay there and doesn't have a wandering eye, pay him the money. You're going to fare well at Kentucky. No, you're not going to win the East. No, you're not going to win the SEC. No, you're not going to go to New Year's Day, uh, excuse me, uh, um, New Year's Six Bowl games. I mean, you're not going to have that there. But you're going to win. You're going to go to good poll games. You're going to be relevant, and you're going to—it's going to be worth every penny plus some. Because the alternative is likely to put you in a tailspin where you're not relevant, and you're going to be spending money because the going rate for coaches non-proven are still very high, and it's going to be an absolute mess. Another bad contract. Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. We know that he was due $86.7 million as of December of last year. Five and seven. Mass exodus of players leaving the program for the portal. Is the program much better off than it has been, say, when Kevin Sumlin left? I think that it is, but it's hard to prove it at this point. LSU, by the way, you know, um, Scott Woodard gets a lot of credit at LSU for doing this and that. He wanted his boy, Jimbo Fisher. How lucky is it that AM stepped up and signed him? Because LSU is smelling like a rose with Brian Kelly, and Jimbo Fisher is smelling like a bunch of fresh cow patties in College Station. 2022 signing class was highly touted enhanced facilities all the money in the world now 10 years 75 million dollar year a few years ago was a market setter but the extension in september of 21 increased his salary to nine five and put the buyout so high that even for AM and all of their money and their braggadocious money it's just too much of a pill to swallow now let a repeat of five and seven this year and I think they probably come up with the money and they probably will move on or at least we're pretty close to it. I don't think it's going to happen. I think AM is going to have a better year than five and seven. It may be seven and five. It may be eight and four. Heck, it might be nine and three. And then, of course, they're going to be talking about how they're getting ready to win the national championship in two years. It's not going to happen. They're not trending that way. But they certainly are not as bad as they were last year. And I think they'll show up. Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Let's take a look at his contract. The buyout as of this past December 1st is $34.5 million. Um, it's a team-friendly deal. 
the reason I'm bringing him up is remember he took the haircut um, and, you know, right now he's won back-to-back Big Ten titles and he's beaten Ohio State both years. When does Michigan reverse that and go back? I think that had a lot to do with the Vikings rotation a year ago, and he would have gone to the NFL if that had been offered to him. He's currently signed through 26. And the buyout's minimum if he lives on his own accord. But um, you wonder where things are in terms of Harbaugh, who I can tell you is no different than I guess a lot of them, but he really, like we just talked about Kyle Winningham, and he's not the type to chase the money. Harbaugh is. And you barely inside the top 10 at a big-time program who's had success. So he took the haircut, and now he's kind of proven it. Do they give some of it back, or is there an issue? Because I don't. if they don't, and he's able to continue to win, and he's able to get an NFL team to bite, he's gone. They're going to have to pay him more money for him to stay, or at least there's going to be a lot floated out there about his interest and other people's interest in him to get Ward Manuel in Michigan to up the ante. Um, I think the momentum on the recruiting trail, this 24 class, recruiting class, is really looking maybe the best ever. They should do everything they can, I think, to secure this to keep it going. Um, one other guy I'll mention that's an intriguing guy is Mike Norvell at Florida State. Got a huge buyout. Kudos to Florida State for getting ahead of what could have been a special season for Mike Norvell. Three-year extension through the 29 season. It's the second extension Norvell has signed since arriving in Tallahassee. His contract extension features a new compensation structure that averages little over $8 million per year through the end of the deal. And right now, that's the only salary nugget that's been released here. He has an 18-16 and 16 record in three seasons. But it's clear he's got the program headed on the right track. Recruiting, development. Development's been good. Recruiting is, is on the uptick. And he has become one of the kings of the transfer portal. I think it's a smart move. Look. People will look at Florida State and think, well, when are they going to get back to what Bobby Bowden has? They're not getting back there. That's not where the program is. That's not where it's going to be heading in the future. But they had, I think, a disastrous stretch run with Jimbo and an even worse debilitating crippling of the program with Willie Taggart that Mike has fixed. Now, is Mike going to bring it back to prominence? I don't, I'm not going to say that, but he stabilized that thing. And he is putting together the infrastructure that they can be really, really good for a long time. And the reason why I think, and I'm bringing this up, is that by doing the extension, they've got themselves a good coach. Look, Florida State thinks they can go and get any coach in the country, just like a lot of programs. Well, you can't. You're not in a position to go get any coach that you want to get. Florida State's not that type of program. 
They got Mike Norvell because Mike Norvell was an up-and-coming coach at a AAC level. That's what Florida State would have to go get if Mike didn't work out. You're not getting one of the elite coaches at a Power 5 program that's coming there. Now I know Florida State fans will say, yeah, but we'd love to have Dion." Yeah, would Dion go? Yeah, Dion would go back home. But Dion's got a lot to prove on the Power 5 level and may yet prove it. But I think stabilizing the program is important because you would have had to have probably gone out and pay somebody in the near neighborhood, less than what Mike got, but in the near neighborhood to start over if it goes south. And why do that? Why not get behind and support a guy that's done a very good job? Look, doing the extensions often makes sense. Doing an extension, like a knee-jerk reaction, like with Mel Tucker, when you don't even know if this guy can coach a lick, is dumb. So I just wanted to bring out a few uh, of the contracts and kind of address it here with you. It's always uh, something that we discuss during the course of the season when seasons go bad or good as we begin to hear things about the coaching uh, circuit. So make sure that you uh, follow us over at LandryFootball.com as we follow it. I have involved in a lot of coaching searches, so we've got a lot of inside information for you that you can't get anywhere else. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. Take advantage of the scouting season offer. It's the best deal that we've got going. You can try it out for a month or six months, but the scouting season offer is the best one we've got going. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple or Spotify so that you don't miss any of our football content. Always great to be with you. Have a great one. We'll talk to you next time, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.